because you know why? He's a Frankenstein's monster. Ugh, he's grotesque. <laughs> he's so grotesque. <laughs> this is part of the lore now, is that we have Frankenstein monsters fighting in the U.S. Army. Why well, is this always a challenge? It's always hunting season. It's always hunting season. Oh, uh, you must remember that amnesia is very delicate. If you uh, just tell a victim who he is like a bolt out of the blue, you're liable to shock him into a psychological trance. So uh, just wait for him to recognize you, okay? Okay. Uh, Sergeant, uh, do you know how he got amnesia? He got hit on the head with a 300-pound safe. Oh, I see. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another amazing one of a kind uh, skull cracking episode of oh. Monster Hunters, the only show that dares to shun everything in existence except ourselves and a 60 year old sitcom about a Frankenstein's monster and his grotesque family. My name is Derek and I'm a Monster Hunter. Joining me at the monster headed sectional, I always want to say table, but I know it's not a table because that burnt in a fire, terrible. Mm-hmm. And we had this sectional delivered from uh, what's a furniture store? Uh, uh, and furniture marts here <laughs> furniture Mart. Room, rooms to go <laughs> we had this sectional delivered by rooms to go right mm-hmm. right before we took over the man cove and here on this monster headed sectional of monsterism is the one and only shun dmc himself keith hey hey what's up kg shun dmc monster hunter extraordinaire yeah i mean if they had actually delivered this thing into the compound like they were supposed to and not just left it sitting out front yeah, uh, it would have gone up in mm. flames too. So left it in boxes and stuff. And mm-hmm. speaking of boxes, the one over there in his own little clubhouse says, <laughs> uh, "No Keiths allowed." Hey, whoa! <laughs> well, allows for one Keith, right? Keiths uh-huh. is plural. You can have one Keith. Mm. Uh, is the master of disaster, the Doctor Dre of Kansas, Terry? Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, <laughs> hanging out in my cool fort. I'm just so. It's so nice in here. It's a shame that more, not more than one Keith can come in at a time. I'm sure they'd all love it. But wait, Keith. what's what's the sign over here that says "Days Without Keith"? In, <laughs> yeah, in it thing? just keeps and, going up. Yeah, uh, we're erasing it now. Oh, okay, back to zero. <laughs> and oh. and now to introduce our special guest for the day, Keith Urban, who is oh, oh yeah, oh, country Jesus. music star, right? Oh, wait. I, gotta sit, I gotta sit out here again. Oh. Hold on. Does Keith Urban have questionable views about the world? Uh, surely not. No. What about, no. What about what about Keith Van Horn? How about that? Keith Keith Van Horn of all the, Keith uh, Van Horn, the nineteen eighties Pistons bully. That Keith Van Horn? No, that that I was thinking um the basketball player from Utah who then played for like the Nets and stuff like that. Oh, you're yeah, thinking maybe. of Rick Mahorn. Rick Moore. <laughs> no, he's not allowed either. He's not. No, two, two very, this is definitely two very different people. No, Rick with parentheses S. Uh, I had that on the gate of the Monster Hunter compound um, here at the Man Cove. Uh, so no Ricks allowed at all. Um, mm-hmm. Keith no Van Horn. Uh, right. All right. Keith Urban, you get out of here. I'm sh- sure. See y'all. <laughs> <laughs> here comes the. Surely not questionable and sketchy, Keith Van Horn. Hello. <laughs> you just <laughs> in the corner and shut up. Our one and That's only right. guest. <laughs> Basically, this is a big episode. We've had two guests and we Second. picked one yeah. up. And... Yeah. Oh, yeah, Tivis too. Sorry, Tivis. Yeah. Not Sorry, that I Tivis. forgot about you, but 
you're not I mean, the superstar level of Keith, Keith Van, Van Horn. Horn. Yeah, everybody knows <laughs> Keith Van Horn. Everybody here Who is very doesn't? familiar with him. Yeah, Keith Sweat is another Keith we could have had. Oh, geez, that's <laughs> a great one. Sweat. <laughs> I'm trying to think of famous Keith Keiths. Murray. Keith Murray, boy, that's even more obscure. It's as as obscure as Keith Van Horn. Keith uh, Smart from Kevin Indiana. Smart. No, no, Keith Smart. Keith he Smart. hit the he hit the basketball shot against. Uh, boy, you, you were. Every step you take, it's like it's like escalating <laughs> into obscurity, and I love it. Uh, what about Keith or Sutherland? Keith or Sutherland? I wish Ooh, he was now, here. now he he's a loophole because it's it's not Keith. It's yeah, I think it's he Keith. goes by Keith for short. Yeah, he does. He doesn't even have a T in his name. It's Kiefer. You, I've yeah. heard your mom call you Kiefer. Shut up. <laughs> anyway, we're here to talk about monsters. We got some Keiths in the room. One will be silent. The other mm-hmm. one surely will not. I'll let you choose <laughs> you, which one could it be. You and the listener decide which one it is. Uh, but before we do that, how you guys doing? I'm waiting for them to decide before I can oh. tell you anymore. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, I'm always happy to get together here for the Munsters, but it's a little bit of a bittersweet episode today. Why is know? that? Oh, it's the last one. Uh, that what? and I. I had to go and put a new disc in. Oh, no. mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. When, when oh. we skooma, we got big news. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. I'm pretty sad about that. But equally sad, I had to climb out of my couch and grab my Monsters DVD set and crack open that disc. Yeah. <sighs> it, it was a lot of work. I hadn't you know sat what? down yet. I, I oh. hadn't sat down yet this time. I. Wasn't gonna let it get me twice like it did last time. It's equally bad because season mm-hmm. two has that long universal logo at the beginning, so you can't have to sit through that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they got this yeah. little fun animation where Herman and all the characters are running across the screen saying their famous catchphrases like "Hello there" and "Grandpa" stuff like that. Oh, does it really do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. Each one of them, each one of them says something stupid. Yeah, I can't remember. But they'd say exactly. But I know one of them says grandpa. I hope it's grandpa that says that. His <laughs> <laughs> famous catchphrase where he says his own name. Oh, man. I'm going to have to put in the DVDs just to see this. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's worth it. We can, you know what? The first special bonus episode, if we ever get tired of, you know, well, I doubt we will. But if we ever get tired of doing Monsters episodes, we just like do a, a recap of the, the, the animation the intro. <laughs> yeah. The intro. Yeah. <laughs> There's just a bunch of JPEGs stitched together in stop motion style. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How long is it? Longer like than, 10 longer seconds. Than it needs to be. Yeah. <laughs> 10 seconds. Awesome. I could t- I could talk for an hour about something that's only 10 seconds long. Oh, yeah. Clearly. Yeah. You doing okay, Keith? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. The man. official it's, Keith of yeah. uh, the Monster Hunters podcast. That's right. I'm, I'm rocking and rolling, man. The only Keith that the Monster Hunters podcast dares to endorse. Oh, ooh, so far. Mm. So far. So far. Keith Van Horn's a close second, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I would if you asked if if you asked me before he walked into the room. Hey, Derek, is Keith Van Horn alive? I would have to Google. <laughs> I would assume yes, but you don't yeah. know. You don't want to assume, no. No, definitely don't want to assume. Don't want to assume anything. And you know where you can get all of your facts from. Terry recline because Keith's getting up and he's pulling Ooh. off that book off the shelf. It is the volume two of the Monster Hunter's Almanac. He's gonna dust that shit off and crack it open, <laughs> stand in front of the TV so he cannot watch this rerun of uh, Parks and Rec, which oh, it's just there. I know. No, I've never Keith, seen an episode. Never will. Keith's blocking our Aubrey Plaza 
opportunities so he can tell us about all <laughs> wait of- what does that mean <laughs> or Aubrey Plaza opportunities just she's on screen I, I like I think she's yeah. a, a very funny and interesting individual and that is the truth and mm, I, I would agree with that something about Aubrey Plaza that if she were to like if if like flyers were dropped from a plane onto my yard right mm-hmm. <laughs> like the neighborhood was blanketed it's like Aubrey Plaza's coming to town I'd be like okay I'll be there so you know what she's doing <laughs> Did you ever watch uh, Legion? No. Is she in that? Yeah, she's in that series. Um, and she's really, really good. Yeah. She's she's outstanding in everything mm-hmm. I've seen her do. I even watched that goofy movie that was like the... Oh, with... Uh, uh, oh, the Jermaine, old guy. Uh, Laughlin. I can't remember what it was. It was such a weird movie. I was on Netflix. You know what I'm talking about, Terry? I was it like... Well, there's, I was with like De Niro and he was super old and like everybody was like hitting on him or something. No, the, the, it had um, it had uh, Jermaine from the Fly of the Concords. Okay. And it had, uh, I can't remember what his name is, but Craig from The Office, who was also in all the Pizza Hut commercials now, hot tub time machine guy. Uh, he was like this mute. Hmm. And then it was at this hotel. It was such a bizarre movie that had moments of funny and moments of like oh, God, oh off. dirty grandpa no dirty grandpa's one i was thinking In- of, yeah. ingrid goes west no no it, it's, it's uh, safety, not, like, safety not guaranteed it, it's like an evening with the amazing blah 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 lufflin or luff or something the camera is it's about a magician no an evening with no. beverly lufflin there it is it is uh-huh. a bizarre moments of good mostly uh, movie she okay. plays Lulu Danger. Yeah, it's a very interesting movie. I recommend watching it just for the the peculiar nature of it. Anyway, I haven't okay. watched yeah. that just because I find her just something about yeah. her, right? Yeah. I'll watch yeah. anything she does. And she's good. Jermaine from the Fly of the Concords is always. Oh, he's good. awesome too. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, mm-hmm. he's gonna dust that shit off and crack mm-hmm. it open and read to us for another installment of volume two of the Monster Hunters Almanac Ted Tadpole. I always do that. <laughs> Tidbit factoid fat shit sheet show of the week. All right. Well, um, John Doe Munster, this week's episode, yes, uh, came out on November 11th, 1965. That was, as you guessed, a Thursday. Whoa, the 315th day of 1965, the 45th Thursday of the year. Mm-hmm. Now, um, think of them paying attention to the the approximate release dates. Hopefully this is right around there. Uh, since night and day always follow each other, there's been 710 full moons since this episode full, first aired. 710. Yeah. The next one is going to be on May 5th. It is the flower moon, a.k.a. the milk moon. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So all the flowers come into bloom. Uh, on, on the, the milk moon? moon? Uh, it's the flower moon is the main name. I don't know why they call it the milk moon. Flowers love milk. You know, I like to take a look at things that happen all within the week of the episode. So this would mm-hmm. be um so this would be the seventh through the thirteenth. On November eighth, Monday, November eighth, the US soap opera Days of Our Lives premiered. Oh, oh okay. It's still on the air yeah. now. Is Terry, well, I think not it's the on one, streaming. Yeah, Terry, that's not the one you mentioned last week, right? You you had mentioned mm, a different no, one. It was like um some like California town is what it was named after. Yeah. San, Santa Monica or something oh, like I that. Oh, I thought it was called California. <laughs> California town. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this soap opera it aired uh, on NBC from 1965 to 2022, 
one of the longest running scripted television programs uh, in the world, airing nearly every weekday uh, since, um, again, November 8th. Uh, how many episodes do you think they have? 100,000. <laughs> no. <laughs> I right. hope that's it. They have 99,900. No, I'm uh, <laughs> 14,430 episodes. Mm-hmm. Now, in 2022, uh, NBC moved them over to the Peacock streaming service, mm-hmm. where the monsters oh, can also no. be found, for those of you who don't shun the streaming oh. services. Ooh. And... Mm-hmm. Um, they became one of the only of the uh, the big three networks, so NBC, ABC, and CBS, to not have a daytime soap opera anymore. Oh my goodness! So they they only have it on Peacock now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the series was set in a fictional city of Salem, Illinois, focused on the Brady and Horton families. Mm-hmm. In the seventies, critics deemed Days of Our Lives to be the most daring daytime drama leading the way in using themes other shows of the period would not dare touch, such as artificial insemination and interracial romance. Mm. Wow. Okay. In the 90s, the show branched into supernatural storylines. Critics immediately panned. Um, However, these storylines did have desired effect, making them the most watched daytime soap among young people and middle-aged women, becoming Mm. one of NBC's five most profitable shows in any time slot. That's pretty cool. Was there an alien episode? There was a possession episode yeah right. yeah really mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. um yeah so i was i was gonna get that, that was in, in the 90s i think yeah i was gonna get that in just a second uh but in 2006 when asked about his character jack Devereaux, uh actor matthew ashford uh because asked about him, his character coming back from the dead for the third time <laughs> um so it's hard to play that because a certain point becomes too unreal actors look at that and think what is this the cartoon network uh, apparently, then he would uh, be killed off for a fourth time in an explosion-related elevator failure in 2012. Only be brought back from the dead once more <laughs> in 2018. Um, yeah, so uh, Derek, you mentioned there was a uh, exorcist-type possession storyline. Mm-hmm. In addition to like some of the normal like love triangles that a lot of these uh, shows would have, uh, they did have one that uh, I think is you know ties in nicely to the monsters here. Uh, 1968 story where uh, an amnesiac Tom Horton Jr. who returns from Korea believing he is someone else then proceeds to romance his younger sister Marie. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I didn't watch a lot of uh, a lot of Days of Our Lives. I was um, more. I was over (laughs) on the uh, uh, the NBC um, lineup of um, which was Days of Our Lives. No, they were NBC. Uh, Yes, we just said. uh, No, I said ABC. Oh. Mm Mm, no, no. Um, yeah, I beg to differ as well. Um, oh, okay, sorry if I said it twice, but yeah, uh, yeah. Over on a- I watched the ABC ones, um, ch- uh, children or something, and <laughs> dark shadows. I watched children, children of men. The all, all our all of our children <laughs> and one life to live, <laughs> something like that. I don't remember. Sure. Anyway, uh, so that was kind of like the big the big scoop of the week. Mm. Um, the Rolling Stones uh, still are dominating the music scene. Same number one song as last week. Now, regardless of the year, a lot of uh, cool handful of birthdays on November 11th. Uh, 1922, Kurt Vonnegut. 1925, Jonathan Winters. 1951, Mark Summers. From mm. Double Dare? Yeah. Uh, 1960, Stanley Tucci. From Double Dare? Oh. Yeah, it's also from Double Dare. <laughs> Two years later, Demi Moore, not from Double Dare. No, from no. G.I. Jane. Uh, and 1974, Leonardo DiCaprio. 
Mm-hmm. Wow. If uh, if you got some friends like this, you want to really celebrate their birthday when it comes around again, uh, and especially if they turn 58 like this episode will, uh, you can, uh, well, it's obviously it's Veterans Day, you know, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. or you can uh, probably have a little more fun by uh, celebrating National Sunday Day. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a yeah, good day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or, uh, sure. yep, uh, Origami Day. Yeah, I could do that. Uh, yeah. You could take part in the last few days of uh, Dear Santa Letter Week. Dear Santa Letter Week. Yeah, so uh, I guess uh, starting on November 7th for a full week, so 7th through the 13th, uh, is when kids are supposed to write their letters to Santa to get them out the door and oh, get them sent out. For, that makes uh, sense. You know, get their for some Christmas reason, I wanted list. to yeah. sing that like Dear Theodosia from... Uh, Hamilton. <laughs> Dear Santa, letters to say to you: bring me toys, bring me lots of things that I don't even know. Don't yeah. Uh, or I mean, if you really want uh, to really, you just can embrace the entire month of November. Uh, really uh, enjoy this week with Hip Hop History Month. Nice, nice. Yep. Or Banana Pudding Lovers Month. The whole uh. month dedicated to banana pudding. <laughs> Holy yeah. cow. Oh, uh, not to banana pudding, but banana pudding lovers. Yeah, you appreciate the person who loves banana yeah, pudding. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's probably just a banana pudding day somewhere that's not in the month of November. And so the entire month those for people who love banana pudding. And there is a place near my house that has some fantastic banana pudding. I'll tell you where banana pudding is good. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy it. And yeah. if it's available, yeah. I'll be like, hmm, I'll take a scoop. I, I find it hard to believe that there's that many lovers of banana pudding to occupy mm. a whole month. I'm a, I'm an extreme liker mm. of banana pudding. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, love... for, for it to be plural, you only need two. Oh, so it's not just, it's for... I see <laughs> two people who love each other. No, well, no, two also people love no, banana pudding. Just two people who love banana pudding. They could celebrate for the entire oh, month. Oh, I see. Okay. I thought, I thought this yeah. month was only for <laughs> lovers who happen to also love banana pudding. Or is it between a banana pudding and a person who love each other very much? <laughs> I, I don't think I want to know. Oh, there's yeah. people out right now. They had just heard that and their ears perked up. I'm like, how'd you know? <laughs> Finally, like, someone wow. gets me. As yeah, so, somebody <laughs> somebody didn't know that there was a whole month dedicated to their fetish. Uh, <laughs> yeah, as they're rubbing their junk through a big bowl. <laughs> <laughs> a big bowl? Wow. A banana pudding. Wow. With vanilla That's wafers a... on top. <laughs> well, you got to get that texture. Get a little too. texture, yeah. <laughs> So uh, I'm going to close the book right now. And set yeah, up interesting the chapter there, and... Keith. Interesting chapter. What a I, I think I'm, that's, a, that's a great spot to end is with Derek coming up with that. I didn't, uh, you brought it up, Keith. I just, I just mentioned it. I said it was for people who loved banana pudding. Yeah. Terry's <laughs> Terry's the one here who went with the fact that those people were also lovers. No. You said it takes two people to celebrate. Yeah. Yes. It but takes two, two people. As in, as in like. Banana pudding lover and then banana pudding lover two. That's two people. Okay. <laughs> so like the I'm, I'm not, no, or like they're you I'm know, not I'm not insinuating that anybody is having sex with banana pudding, not even grandpa. Well, neither was I, not until now, Keith. Yes, you sick. were. <laughs> mm, anyway, we'll I'm saying I, you know what? I'm I'm sitting in my seat, I'm pulling the third handle. Let's if, get this thing if moving. If you slowly. can find a way to scrape the sides of a bowl better than that, I don't know. Oh. I just don't know it. Just can't get it clean unless you... Spoon just won't do it. 
I guess you could use your finger, but uh, yeah, I'm not a barbarian. Gross. <laughs> gross. I'm, not a, yeah, I'm not a monster. <sighs> All right, yeah. gents. It's time to recline. Oh, and we're going right. to slowly descend into madness and oh. the Skuma X dome. Yep. Yep. Uh, name your right. Still TBD. Yep. Yep. A lot of legal contracts. Since I know out what's there. going to happen, uh, at least a piece of the Skuma, I, mm-hmm. I'm going to share the prime rib treat early. Oh, I've, okay. I've been. Oh, uh, prime rib banana pudding. Yeah. I've been. No, I've been brewing. Oh. I've had some barrels made out of prime rib and I've been aging. Mm-hmm. Um, some malt liquor in it, <laughs> <laughs> and I filled up a couple forties, so we we will mm. have an opportunity to pour it out a little bit okay. later on. But oh, just yeah. know that this prime rib is aged, or no, it is aged, and the malt liquor inside of it is also aged inside prime rib. Sounds actually kind of good. Yeah, yeah, mm. I agree. Yeah. Mm. So, everybody, hop on board uh, the vessel because Captain Terry is going to take us an additional two point seven five miles out into international waters, and from there we'll dive deep, deep to the gates of hell for another edition of Scuba X. So this episode was directed by Earl No Strain Bellamy. Um, mm-hmm. Bam! I knew there's something good. Yep, and. Something good, but also something sad. This is the last episode that Earl directed mm. of the Monsters. Yes. So now it's time to crack that prime rib mm-hmm. cult. That's what I called it. Cult? Oh, yeah. Like C U L T. Yeah. What would you say? C U L T cult? Yeah. It's a prime rib cult. Yeah. Yeah. Prime rib cult. Cracked it open, pour a little bit out, and then take a deep swig of that rich prime rib. Multi-flavor. Oh, oh, I, sure need a, I, need sec- I need a second one. I drank mine already. And well, drank it you... on the way down. Yeah, oh, it's a slow ride down. Oh my! Did God. did you did you swallow the chunk of prime rib at the bottom like the tequila worm? Uh, yeah, I did. Okay, yeah. good. That's good luck. Hey, be, yeah, be done. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, oh done, I'm not, I'm not gonna risk that before we get in the skooma. <laughs> good move. Bad mm-hmm. luck. Yeah, mm-hmm. but. He, I'm kind of bummed. Earl's no strain Bellamy has been one of my favorites. Uh, uh, you know, maybe possibly just because I like his nickname. Uh, but we'll decide because I figured, you know, we did this last time with somebody. I mean, whoever. It's no, he doesn't stand a, a chance against no strain. But I figured we'd go through all his episodes and just kind of make our own judgment on his contribution oh, okay. yes, to the Monsters sure. episodes. Mm. All right. So his first episode that he directed was. Season one, episode seven, Tin Can Man. Outstanding. Classic. Yeah. Yep. Eddie, it's a talent show, makes a robot, but it gets sabotaged. So Herman becomes a robot or something. I think I uh, think that ended up in like when we did the rundown of season one. I think that was like all three of us thought that was in like the top. Yeah. Top tier monsters. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I just had that. that. That's the one with the Lincoln joke, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, God. All right. Well, I don't know. I brought that up. Now my brain's starting to melt. Season one, episode eight, Herman the Great, where it's Herman becomes a wrestler. Episode. Yep. Pretty decent one, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. Yeah. Uh, season one, episode 16, Grandpa's Call of the Wild, where Grandpa runs away as a wolf and gets oh, captured no. by the Park Rangers. Okay. Yep. <laughs> this is one of the earlier ones of Grandpa running away, though, right? Yeah. There's some funny moments with Lily uh, talking to Grandpa as mm-hmm. a wolf. Um Season one, episode seventeen, All Star Monster, where Herman is a gets confused as a college athlete and plays basketball. 
Yep. Oh, I like that episode too. <laughs> the, the yokels from Kentucky. Yes. Yeah, what was that guy kid's name? Like uh, Beavis or something? <laughs> I don't remember. Not, not far off. Not far off. Yeah. Yeah. Moose. His name is Moose. Ah, there we go. Yeah. Moose, right. Beavis. Close enough. Yeah. Then the dad talk like this. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah. Mr. Hanky or Mr. Haney. Mr. Haney. <laughs> not Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh, but Mr. Haney from Green Acres. How I wish he talked like Mr. Hanky. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but then we have season one, episode 33, Lily Munster, girl model, where uh, the infamous episode, I must say, where grandpa <laughs> turns into a woman and Herman seems mm-hmm. to be very into it. Uh, and also Lily becomes a model. Uh, and then season two, episode four, Herman Munster, Shutterbug, where Herman takes a photography and ends up oh, getting no. a photo of a bank mm-hmm. heist. Yeah. Not one of our favorites, that one. No, no. Season then, two, season two of No Strains has been a little questionable. Yeah, yeah. And then he did this one, of course, which we'll we'll get into later. But, but what do you guys think? Like, how how does he rank for you? You think he did a good job overall, or I think he's got a couple bangers in there. Mm-hmm. That's that's worth the effort. Yeah, I think the All Star one is good because of the basketball stuff. But then, of course, the the Tin Can Man. Oh yeah, um, classic, yeah, classic. That's that's a lot, a lot classic, and even the um. I mean the one with uh, Grandpa. Yep. You know, the, All the, the while, li- isn't a terrible. No, the episode. no, the Lily uh, girl monster, model. Yeah, oh. with Grandpa yeah. changing, oh, and yeah. Herman. Uh, is this, that was like the first time they really introduced the pills to do stuff too? I think. Mm, I think it was potions in that one. Oh, that one's just Lesson. random potions. And, yep, and it transformed mm-hmm. Herman into different uh, billionaire playboy types. Yeah. Which yes. Was, which was nothing more than Herman in a different outfit. Yes, that was a great episode. Wow. Yes. Yeah, and, of course, and, and yeah. Marilyn laughing at him when he was dressed as a Texan, and that's <laughs> and that's why Grandpa's like, "Oh, we have to up our game. Let me change to this young mm-hmm. lady." Yep, and then yeah, of course, that I will never forget that mm-hmm. Grandpa has <laughs> that voice coming out of that woman, Grandpa's voice. Oh God. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like this guy. Uh, no strain. He, he's he's good in my book. I think mm-hmm. definitely mm-hmm. top tier. Uh, so this episode was written by Richard Bear. Mm. So I, I got pretty pumped seeing this guy's name. I was like, oh, yeah, fresh meat, someone new. Mm. But we actually have talked about this guy before. Oh, no. <laughs> we have? There we yeah. have. Oh. No. So I don't recognize this guy at all. Uh, but he wrote Eddie's nickname, which oh, was wow. one of my favorites. Yeah. I think last time we talked about him, I spoke about how he was a playwright. One of his plays was really big in Russia. Um, but for his TV credits, uh, his biggest ones are Bewitched in a show called Hennessy which is like some military romance mm. thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't really seem that intriguing to me. But what drew me in was a uh, show he wrote a couple of shows for called Have Gun, Will Travel. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have you guys heard of that? I have. I yeah. don't you know have. It, but I've heard of it. I've, n- I've never seen a single episode, but I'm pretty sure my dad had it on the background in the house at some point. Yeah, well, if you, can t- if you know the title, you know the premise. It's about a guy with a gun who travels. <laughs> In the old west, <laughs> he's a gunslinger that's for hire, and you know, he does so the, really cool. That stuff. one episode where he showed up without his gun, and they're like, Sir, you can't travel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep, yep. You're no stuck, gun, you're no stuck here in this town until you can get a gun. He's on the mm-hmm. train. Tickets and guns, please. Tickets and guns. <laughs> we stamped the gun. That one sounded cool. I like the name. It had over 200 episodes, so it must have been pretty popular. Or just no other options. Or there was nothing else on yeah. at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And back then, like, you could just use anything as your title, just like the basic premise of a show. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. It's like a show on TLC nowadays. <laughs> 
Uh, we got a couple guest stars for this one. We got Frank Maxwell as the desk desk sergeant and Willis Bucci as the judge. Mm. We got so Frank Maxwell. He's got 150 uh, 157 acting credits on IMDb from 1951 to 2000. We've seen him before in All Star Munster, where he hmm. played the coach. Mm. Yeah, it's sure a pretty big role. I thought he looked familiar. He's been in all sorts of stuff. We talked about Madam X recently, the very extreme emotional drama. He was in that. He was also mm-hmm. in a movie called Mr. Majestic, which mm-hmm. is a Charles Maybe Bronson period. movie. Yeah. It's got all the classic tropes. You know, he's a veteran turned water, <clears throat> or he's like a melon farmer of some sort. Uh, and he will not be strong armed by local organized crime. He's a reluctant hero, but he fights back for his melons and his workers. Uh, Mr. Mr. Majestic's melons. Mm-hmm. That's what they should have called <laughs> That's it. That's a sequel. Yeah. Mr. Majestic's melons. As the trailer puts it, this movie touches the hero in all of us. So that's nice. Uh, like literally or like. Well, yeah, I mean, at every screening, uh, Charles Bronson comes over and he touches <laughs> you. <laughs> Derek, please show me on the uh, bear where your hero was touched. Where your hero is. Yeah. And is that person sitting in the room? It's Mm -hmm. Mr. Majestic. (laughs) He has melons. (laughs) Yeah. We got Willis Bucci. He's got 213 acting credits from 1951 to 1972. The Booch. He is a fresh face. We have not talked Mm. about him before. Uh, although we will see him again in the He's near like future. He's like a 60-year-old fresh face. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of reminded me of Ron Perlman for some reason. <laughs> Maybe. Just, yeah. just like his voice. Uh, he didn't start acting in films until the age of 44, but apparently wow. he took to it pretty quickly. He was known for his professionalism and his acting ability. So, and there's also apparently some scrutiny on whether he had like some sort of Broadway career before acting on the screen. The trivia on IMDb states that some people have claimed that he has Broadway experience, but the Broadway database has no record of such a thing. So, mm. Mm, there's a little bit of a scandal going on here, I think. Oh my gosh, the controversy surrounding this. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of controversy. Yeah. I didn't know there's a Broadway database. Yeah, I didn't either. Tell us all that. <laughs> um, IBDB. They just called the Broadway database. I was scrolling through his credits and it didn't take me long to find an, like a, a movie that appealed to me. It was a movie that stars Frank Sinatra and it's in his wildest role yet. And what appealed to me was the name Dirty Dingus McGee. <laughs> <laughs> that is appealing. Mm-hmm. I mean, how could I not click on that? So, of course, Sinatra, he plays Dirty Dingus. Dirty Dingus McGee is an outlaw. Who's being chased by some sort of sheriff? He's apparently very dim-witted, and you know there's all sorts of classic hijinks. Uh, Dirty Dingus. He seems to think he's kind of a big shot, but he's more of a nobody. Nobody seems to care. I think he had like a ten dollar reward on the poster, which I mean, back in old West days, is probably a lot of money. But I mean, Dirty shit. Dingus are done dirt cheap. Come on. Okay. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um. That's I meant to do fully work. Where womp, womp. <laughs> didn't see it coming. Took me pretty <laughs> off guard. You know what, Keith? I'll give you credit. It's pretty good. How about instead we just play a little bit of Dirty Deeds behind it? <laughs> yeah, but you didn't Keith's say like, Dirty well, Deeds. You said Dirty Dingus done cheap. 
Dirty yeah. dingus. Yes. Dun, 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 dirt cheap. Yeah. Dirty dingus. Yep. Dun, you have to cheap. find like a, a, an instrumental version of that song and then paste Keith's words over it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and put it on the Christmas album. <laughs> oh, that's uh, yeah. Another song down. Wow. <laughs> Counts as parody. So uh, I think I hear my family calling. I need to go. Where, where's the eject think, button? What are we like two songs in? We get about <laughs> yep. ten more to go. By me. Oh. <laughs> huh, starting to feel like more of a. You ever think, Derek? Maybe you should start your own Christmas album. Um, it's a good mm. announcement at the end, but thanks, Derek. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, awkward. Uh, I don't know how good this movie is. Uh, all, all that to be said, uh, he wears like a red onesie pajama thing for a lot of the trailer, which was interesting. Uh, but I mean. The name is Dirty Dingus McGee. Like, how bad could it be? That's yeah. just an epic character name. Such a great idea. So that sounds like a perfect tagline. Dirty Dingus McGee. Always oh, so wears a red onesie pant pajama thing. No, how how bad could it be? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's very. Mm-hmm. Yeah, quite bad. <laughs> yep, you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> that might pull me in. If the poster was like, you won't believe how bad this movie is. Really? We yeah. should have destroyed this movie years ago, <laughs> but we spent the extra money to bring it to you. Yeah, you won't believe how, dirt, how dirty dingus can be. I'm going to oh. tell you what. Oh, God. If you make a really bad movie, Keith uh-huh. trying to get dirty back there with dirty mm-hmm. dingus. That. That. But if you make a really bad movie and you know it's bad, like you just oh, yeah. know it's terrible, why not do that? Why not just say, yeah, this movie fucking sucks. And I get you, I guarantee that gets interest for the first weekend. That's all you, you need. You get at least, yeah, yeah. You get your money back, probably. How bad can it be? Terrible. And then you have the audience reactions and stuff like that. And I think that would be a, a marketing plan so, that would work one time. So pick your poison. It better be so, good... so, so Morbius should have done that. Oh, well, it kind of did. Morbius came back to theaters because of an internet meme. Like Sony was mm-hmm. so unself aware that they thought people really <laughs> were into Morbius and were using Morbin time oh. as a legitimate thing. And so, like, so embarrassing. They like Morbius this much. And I mean, it's trending on Twitter constantly. They love Morbius. It's time to re release Morbius. Morbid, and then it flopped. Time. It was the most amazing flop ever on its return. Yep. I think it made that, like 50 grand. Man. Oh my God. Morbid. Oh, yeah. And I saw it, of course, when it's first run. And it was, I felt ashamed of myself. So there's no way I was going back <laughs> I've again. I've still never seen it. <laughs> Did you not know that meme, Keith? I forgot about it. I just the, the term Morbin time is just and it was me. from a shit post on Twitter, too. It's like my favorite yeah. part of Morbius is when he looks in the camera and says, It's Morbin time. And that's something <laughs> I can't remember. And then it became a thing because of that. I think even Jared Leto was like like there was like a skit thing they did kind of sort of where he was like pretending to read like a, oh. a script and it had like Oh yeah, Morbius, Morbius it. 2, it's Morbin time. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> What a yeah! You know what? He probably showed it to the fifteen-year-old girl that he lured back to his hotel. (laughs) This is funny, right? Uh, On that note, let's (laughs) let's you know let's not slowly but at a moderate pace approach Mm -hmm. the uh, the surface here. Yeah. Um, See now, my my dirty deeds joke wasn't nearly as bad. Now was mine is ripped straight from the headlines. 
so yeah, he's not joking. He's speaking truth. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm like, he probably had a 15 year old in his hotel room when he made that joke. Uh, <laughs> did you say not slow but moderate, Terry? <laughs> yeah, moderate speed this time. I think <laughs> I had to. Uh, after I said what I said, I had to get out of there as fast as possible. So. <laughs> Escape the situation. Yeah. Yep. 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 So I, I loaded myself up in the torpedo chute and launched myself straight up back into the Skuma X <laughs> dome. That's all right. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know what? I'll forgive you this time because I do that in every socially awkward situation where it's like, oh, God, <laughs> I got to go. I go running to the torpedo chute and just blast myself away. Yeah. And when there isn't a torpedo chute, I carve one out of the wall and where, make wait a minute where did where did well, terry least, go where did terry go he said yep. something about torpedo shoots that's why if i'm a little quiet on the show sometimes that's because i've uh, just shot myself down at the potato shoot for a little while and had to walk my way back upstairs to get to my apartment mm. so i understand well now that you guys have finally made it back to the skuma x dome uh gents we've already exhausted our oh, prime rib treat for the week so hopefully we're not uh too mm. full or tipsy from it. Don't get sleepy from all that malt liquor. Oh, I'm my stomach's <laughs> full, but it's weirdly energized. Because we have to, man, we have to talk about this this season two, episode nine, John Doe Munster. We gotta do it. Because oh, yeah. one, not just for our sake to continue the trend of us doing this for whatever reason. I still don't understand why we do this, but we do it. <laughs> but also to honor the late great no strain mm-hmm. Earl. He's dead, right? <laughs> Uh, you know, we can only assume, but I yeah. would hate to assume and be wrong. Yeah, well, because what if we could go visit? I think it's like convince him to come back to life. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, he died in two thousand three. Yeah, that's why I figured the late great No Strain Bellamy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if his casket was lowered in the most no strain way possible. Like they just tossed it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. He's like, I don't want you guys to fret it. So like the casket bears just like dragged him with a rope on a wagon. <laughs> they put the casket on a skateboard and kicked it and yeah. it rolled down the hill. And <laughs> went right down. Did, did a little it hit something, it flipped over, it dropped it right in. Yep. Boom. First yep. try. That's how he would have wanted them to go, I think. Yep. One take. Mm-hmm. One mm-hmm. take is all <clears throat> it is. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we got to talk about that. Season two, episode nine, John Doe Munsters. Keith mentioned this son of a bitch came out November 11th, 1965. And boy, if you go on IMDb, the 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 the, the, the one line description is 40 lines long. So I'm going to give you the one uh, that I got uh, as I traveled backwards in time by sitting crisscross applesauce on the kitchen table. Uh, here it is. Herman develops amnesia when he is hit on the head by a 300 pound safe falling from a building. Yeah, that's right. That's a great synopsis perfect. on the nose. Very d- doesn't tell you too much, but perfectly sets it all up. For yep. you. Tells you all Dra- you need to know. Draws me in. I'm like, I'm intrigued. Okay, tell me more. Tell me more about where the safe was going. How did it drop on his mm-hmm. head? I'd love to know. Um, mm-hmm, who are the people mm-hmm. working on the safe? What's yeah. their background? What was in the safe? Were, were either oh. one, were, were either one of them uh, was anybody working with the safe uh, female? And were they uh, being homewreckers? You can't introduce a safe and not show me what's inside. Yes, mm-hmm. it was probably a homewrecker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this one gets. More a of a dome record. A dome record. Oh, Man, Terry. The wordplay. This one thank gets you. a scan. Wow, thank you. <laughs> I know, very genius. Nobody does it like well, me. You know what I'm going to do? I might have to do some flow work and get like crowd applause and cheering for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So this one gets a scant 7.2 on IMDb. 
which is pretty par for season two, but mm-hmm. pretty low in the month. That is, that's, yeah, like, when I see 7.2 on the IMDb, I'm starting to think, oh, we're, we got a stinker on our hands. Yes. Yeah, and I'm, that's thinking what I think I, I'm thinking I don't even need to watch it. I'll just wait for Derek's recap. Yeah, and then he just interject. <laughs> yeah. I, full disclosure, Keith private messaged me. What did the bird say? What if Keith didn't watch this episode? And he was just doing that so he would be prepared for what I <laughs> yeah. say. And the bird said. <laughs> what, if, no, what if the bird hadn't said anything and Keith sent you that? Yeah, exactly. Oh. Like the bird That's a say, gamble. Oh, yeah, that's that's right. a gamble. <laughs> he, I would just say the bird didn't say anything. He would have come back with, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I forgot. I thought he said something. <laughs> mm. Wow. Yeah, that's that's I, forgot, I forgot to write it down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Keith private messaged me and he was asking me about a uh, if Eddie was in this one or not. <laughs> so yeah, said, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Did Eddie or Grandpa run away this episode? Eddie. Uh, neither? Oh. oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> what kind of pill did Grandpa take? Oh, oh it was... <laughs> he turned that's into a, a bear. And that's then, a pretty uh... safe bet. What kind of pill yep. did Grandpa make? <laughs> right. This episode opens. Grandpa is reading the paper. How's the stock market? No, not good. And then a whole bunch of casket jokes um, all going down. Great. And Lily's like, well, you know, what goes down must come up. And Grandpa's like, no, what goes up must come down. That's That keeps Herman in business. They're literally, this might be one of the more savvy, savvy, savvy episodes that's been written for the monsters so far. Because here's a, here's a joke about shit falling. Mm-hmm. And Herman. And it's not really a joke, oh. but it's a little foreshadowing. You're and right. And Lily and Marilyn, they're making a clay bust yes! out of Herman. Okay, you know, I cannot believe I forgot about that by the end of the episode. <laughs> but that's the other rule. You know, you share a safe, you gotta show me what's in the safe. You make a Herman bust, you gotta you finish gotta, that shit. You gotta finish it and you gotta tell me why. The reason why I think is because she starts pounding on the top of its head. <laughs> foreshadowing right? so she, so yeah. she can get her anger out like in every She's day pounding on his head right on top of his flat head flattening on his head mm-hmm. eddie comes in looking for herman where's herman where's herman where's, where's pop where's pop and Marilyn's like why does eddie care where herman is <laughs> <laughs> why does the why does the young boy care where his father is at yeah and he's like well it's, a, it's his father and he loves him very much and then he's like nah, he promised to get me a kite Stop downtown and buy me a kite. And I wonder where was my kite? Where's my kite? Where's my kite? Flip to downtown. There's workers. They're lifting a safe up uh, a building via some ropes and pulleys. Herman walks around the corner directly into the safe. And the and the canned audience is like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> what can happen? We were just told in the previous scene that what goes up must come down. And then mm-hmm. we saw Lily flatten on the top of Herman's head. <laughs> Oh no, Jimmy, the ropes are going to break. And the ropes 100% broke. They're so frayed. They look like they were chewed through by, I don't know, yeah. ambitious rope chewing beavers, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> ambitious. I don't think you have to yeah. be that ambitious for a beaver to chew a rope, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. beavers chew trees. They don't chew ropes, right? Oh, yeah, I guess that's Unless true. It over, overachiever. Chew. They're feeling really yeah, overachieving. They'll, they'll over, go for rope. Overachiever, beaver. Oh. <laughs> now, I'm going to do more Foley work in this episode than I've ever done because that one's crickets. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you know Ter- what? Terry actually laughed at that one. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that out. Cut that out. Cut my laugh out. 
Uh, Keith Urban wrote that one for me. Uh, <laughs> Keith Urban. Uh, I will say, though, I give the episode uh, credit for the fact that it wasn't just the guy pulling the rope saw Herman and freaked out and dropped it. I thought it. that was going to happen. Yeah, so I, I really like the fact that they actually just did go with the, the thing mm-hmm. broke and then fell. So or if he like thought it was like his active duty to drop it on Herman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kill master will kill us all. <laughs> yes. yeah. So the safe falls and lands on Herman's head in the most peculiar <clears throat> of fashions. Like it's coming down and then it mm-hmm. kind of takes a right turn and uh-huh. then <laughs> it like stops just short of his head and then bounces yeah. off to the side. So I don't know what was going on. I'm assuming it was made out of paper um, and, and a gust of wind blew it funny. <laughs> yeah. Because then it bounces off its head, but then it buries itself in the street. Holy shit. <laughs> that was falling fast. Yeah. 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 Because, I mean, if it would have fallen and hit in Herman's head, the reflective energy would have brought it up. But then it would have been more than like 10 feet up. So like a, from 10 feet up, that safe would not have Im- like embedded itself into the street, I don't think. No. But this one did because it's mm. a heavy ass safe, but it does nothing to Herman. The guy's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to call you an ambulance. He's like, no, nah, I'm good. It's like it flattened your head. And Herman's like, huh, well, I'm, I'm <laughs> I feeling <like> great. <laughs> Never felt better. And yeah. the guy's like, wait till you look in the mirror. And then Herman's like, huh? Like he kind of took offense to that. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I'm going to get his name before he kicks the bucket. Like, <laughs> why? What do you care? If he kicks the bucket, just kick him down the drain. Uh, <laughs> oh. Wow. Yeah. Whatever. You know, like, shoot. They don't want a murder rap on their hands. <laughs> they should actually be quite happy that he's not dead. Like, because their mm-hmm. negligence would have killed mm-hmm. a man. That's true. Herman? Nobody stopped Herman from walking underneath the safe. No, Nobody they didn't even like, rope off the around. sidewalk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like, I'll let him walk under there. What's your name, pal? Herman, you know, I haven't the vaguest idea. Oh. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. Exactly. Fade to the banger. Eddie's bat, huge. Yep. Oh, it's gigantic. Yeah. It is, the, it is one of the biggest baseballs, baseball bats. They kind of. It kind of looks like he's like attempting to like swing it like a normal baseball bat at first, but realizes it's too big, and so he stops and just holds it. He bunts. He That's bunts. what it looks like. It looks like he stops. Like oh, that. okay, okay, that makes and, sense. And the thing is probably made out of just foam, so it's probably mm-hmm. pretty light. But even though like the awkward nature of it would have like knocked him over if he tried to swing it, and he yes, realized the, that halfway through the momentum like, of it. Yeah. Oh, I can't control this thing. They want me to swing all the way through, but holy, I'm about to fall over. <laughs> yep. Do you think you get that prop online? Does it still exist? Or could I go get that and like bring it home, oh, put it on my boy. mantle? Well, there's only one way to answer that, and that's with a quick Google search. No, no, just normal old baseball bats. Mm. Nothing comically oversized. Yeah, I only go for comically oversized things. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait to oh like bust gosh. out my apartment in the morning wielding that. There's a Munster's Wolf Wolf doll on Etsy for $180. Oh. That's all money. It's right. it's disturbing to look at too. <laughs> does it look like Wolf Wolf, or does it look not like Wolf Wolf? It, it looks like a uh, an evil green leprechaun. If you, if you're being honest, <laughs> it's a, a leprechaun. Oh yeah, that's not Wolf Wolf. What is that? That is Wolf Wolf. Isn't green skinned? Is he? He's it's in black and white. I couldn't tell you. They should. Why is he wearing a robe? Does Wolf Wolf wear a robe? Uh, he takes it off in one of the pictures. Oh my! Oh my! Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Oh, you've heard of Elf on a Shelf? Here's here's zombie here's... leprechaun <laughs> with a pumpkin. <laughs> He's got a pumpkin <laughs> picture. He's wearing. Oh, that. Never mind. There's just a hand holding him. I thought he was like hanging out with this. 
the it cousin it or whatever that thing's name is thing his name is thing yeah he's got a miniature pumpkin wow this is weird it is weird well that was the banger glad that happened fade back to the family in the living room lily is beside herself herman's three hours late what could have happened to my sweet herman maybe the store was all of kites eddie's really into this kite Maybe stories all the kites. And he's yeah. too embarrassed to face me. Oh, he, he was in an accident. <laughs> Lily is positive he was in an accident. If this yeah. was any other episode this season, he's out with like screwing models yep. or something. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. This episode, he was clearly in an accident. He, Herman's never three hours late. Grandpa's like, stop worrying about your stupid kite and start worrying about your stupid father. Dang. But even if Herman was lying dead somewhere, he'd still be considered enough to phone. Yep. Then That's the nice. raven pops out and says, 8.30, where's Big Daddy? 8.30, hot damn, it's TV time. Grandpa's turning on the TV yes. for his favorite show <laughs> yeah. about the weird mixed-up family always having those fantastic adventures. Hmm. I'm like, what well, show is that. this? thought they were going to spoop He's going to watch the Adams Family? I thought that. So he <laughs> turns it funny. on. But hold up. They're interrupting my three sons with <laughs> this news report. We delay the start of my three sons for this. The police have taken a local amnesia victim. Like, Jesus Christ, it's too late for a newspaper, but not too late for news interruption. So there's an amnesia victim, which should not make the news anyway. Here's a picture, and it's a mugshot of Herman, and they show it. I don't like a normal shot. It's a mug shot. It's like, a mug shot. It's a left profile and then straight in. Yeah, why does it need both sides? I don't know. He's very recognizable, but... But also, as every amnesia victim gets, a mugshot. Like, mm-hmm. that's like a picture from a hospital. Like, I guess the police, he's at the police station. The police picked him up. They must think he's some sort of, yeah, monster creature or beast. You know, they don't know. Mon creature and- beast. It's the 60s. They had weird rules about amnesia back then. Mm-hmm. But it says John, no- John Doe, because clearly he doesn't know who he is. They're like, that's not John Doe. That's Pop. No shit, Eddie. Everyone is upset but Grandpa. Calm down. He's in good hands and we'll go we'll go down and claim him right after my three sons. Yeah. <laughs> Lily's like, you stupid old no, we're going right now. Go get your cloak. And I wrote down this has to be important in some way. Why would she tell him to go get his cloak? Right? It's cold out. I guess. My three sons, <laughs> cloaks. Fade to the police station. Do we ever actually see him without a cloak on at all during the rest of the series? Like, I don't know. It'd be like, it's that's just a goof. Like, she's like, oh, uh, go get your cloak on because he wasn't, he forgot to put it on <laughs> the scene. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. God, God damn it, Al. Go put your cloak on. We fade to the police station. Cops on the phone. This is the cop that was once a basketball coach. Mm, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're, you're a great America's greatest hero or whatever, right? He's talking on the phone. It was the university. Two professors have theories on John Doe. <laughs> He's either a space alien, I'm like, oh no, or the missing link, but not sure what he's the link to. <laughs> That's a reused joke from pretty, the Russian yeah, episode. Pretty similar, but I still kind of thought it was funny. Yep. Grandpa and Lily come in, Grandpa with cloak on. I'm like, oh, this cloak's going to pay off big time right now. Chekhov's cloak. <laughs> Chekhov's cloak. <laughs> the cops are like, look at them. They're green. I'm like, they're green? We wouldn't know that. Like Wolf Wolf? Yeah, it's like Wolf Wolf. Green is Wolf Wolf. And they're like, what's their deal? No clue, but if they were fish, the health department would let us serve them. (laughs) All right. 
That's, that's a weird, weird comment. It's like yeah. a very weird. Like that cop probably went to a restaurant and got bad fish. Like <laughs> the health department should have <laughs> shut you guys yeah. down. So now it just like it's always his example of things. Or is that his compare? He just makes that with every single person he meets. <laughs> yep. uh, if they're a fish, they'd sell that. Yeah. 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 Everything's on a fish would sell or not sell scale. <laughs> not sell. Grandpa is looking for the lost and found. It's like, what? What do you guys want? Looking for the lost and found. What you lost? Your marbles. Which Grandpa <laughs> didn't say thank you. He no, gave he like a look, like, oh, if I didn't have this cloak on, I would have killed you. Yeah, yeah the like, cloak was holding them back. <laughs> yeah, first, first of all, it's like just obviously the guy's looking for somebody, like. Why, why are they so rude to him? I don't know. They're green. And if they mm. were fish, they wouldn't get served. Oh, yeah. That's the yeah, real reason. There we go. No, my husband and his son-in-law, John Doe. He's ours. We want him back. And the guy's like, no, why? <laughs> and that's, and then so he's like, Dodge, go get him. What's his name? Like Kluber or Klugger or Goober or something? Kugel. <laughs> I think it was Goober. Officer Kugel, shut your mouth and go get John Doe. And that's when we got our opening click, click, clip. Mm-hmm. We got our opening clip and click. It was. Uh, then we open every show with a click. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I usually edit it out, but not this time. We get the, the story about animation. more More Foley work. More Foley work. I'll have to make some click noises. So, <laughs> yeah. Amnesia's crazy. Don't try to shock him into stuff. He might go into psychotic rage or something like that. How was he? How did he get amnesia? He got hit with a three hundred pound safe, which the the deadpan <laughs> delivery and the deadpan response. Oh, I see. Yeah, uh, like that's just like something that would happen. <laughs> yeah, well, he totally gets it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that happens. Mm, that makes sense. Okay. Herman comes out. He doesn't recognize anyone. No. But believe me, he would remember a cute cookie like Mrs. Mm-hmm. Munster. Mm-hmm. And he comes out with his like arm around the police. <laughs> oh, they're like he's, best friends. He's like, so like, nice. he's, like he's been in the drunk tank or something like yeah. that. Yeah. That's kind of what it reminded me of. Like when he came back from uh, uh, when he came back from the party mm-hmm. or, or no, when he came back and he had the laughing gas. Uh, oh, earlier, yeah, yeah. Grandpa was kind of carrying him in or like when he stumbles in from uh, the, the office party the one time. Oh, and yeah. and he, he's just like, he can't seem to hold himself up at all. Uh, mm-hmm. Even though he seemed to be perfectly fine standing there and just couldn't remember anything earlier. Now he's kind of like, oh, help me out here. But he's so friendly. He's so polite to everybody. He's mm-hmm. smiling. Please, thank you. Good, nice to see you. Mm-hmm. See you again. Nice to meet you. Just like super polite. But mm-hmm. he doesn't remember anybody. They take Herman back. This is where the rules for amnesia in the 60s are murky. They get weird. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Unless he remembers who he is, we can't release him without a court order, <laughs> which is weird. I assume he's got some sort of identification. Yeah. Where's his wallet with his like driver's license? Yes. Mm-hmm. So what happens? He got hit with that safety. He goes, you know what? I can't remember who I am. Then what they call the cops? Like what happened after that? Why yeah. is he arrested? Is he just kept forever if nobody comes? Exactly. There's that. He just he was wandering aimlessly through town. Like I don't understand. I do think I think the judge tells us what was going to happen to him if nobody came yeah. and claimed. Him. <laughs> yeah, but like that's the thing. Like they took like I was mentioning earlier. Like they they showed a mugshot of him. The guy has amnesia. Why is he not going to a hospital? Like yes. the, so. So is there like a missing thing here? Where like they're like, hey buddy, let's help you out here. And, and he didn't remember who he was, so he just went on like a rampage and smashed up a bunch of stuff before <laughs> yeah, ending maybe. up downtown. But he's so oh, polite, yeah. so 
Maybe he know. went like he he you know hit his head. He couldn't remember his name, and all of a sudden he like reverted back to like base instincts and slowly built himself back up from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I think that could be it. It's a part. But he's like without a court order, he's mine to keep. But then he leans into Lily and goes, "In all honesty, well, Lily's like, I just want him to take him home. He belongs to me." And the cops like, "Well, you know what? Petition the court for legal custody of the victim." They always say victim here too. Mm-hmm. Weird. Fade to the courthouse, and it's time for some fraud. He sees <laughs> the judge going, "Adoption approved." You know, he's like, <laughs> "It's like, yeah, good kid, good family approved." He's like slamming his gavel, yeah. and then apparently, adoption laws in the '60s were weird too. Oh yeah, this little girl gets adopted, no big deal. Next Ew. case is Herman Munster, but there's Herman sitting in the gallery amongst a bunch of children, and I'm like, "Oh, it's the adoption factory." There's like 30 <laughs> kids all sitting there waiting yeah. to be adopted. Yeah. They're all reading uh, comic books, which were Herman's. Herman's like, oh, no, you guys those? keep them. And kid's like, that's a cool kid. Herman yeah, gets up there. Him. He's polite as fuck, man. He's so nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice to see you, Judge. The judge is smiling. Then he looks up and he sees Herman. Then it goes from <laughs> smile to frown. And he's and like, very serious. Herman's mm-hmm. just holding this weird smile on his face, like mouth oh, agape. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> He does make some great faces and just holds them for a long time in this episode. The judge, D doesn't get it. Why would you want to adopt this thing? Did you try to find <laughs> something better? Oh, he was trying to find something better. That's pretty funny. He's a victim of an accident. Oh, must have been a doozy. <laughs> then grandpa says some shit like, oh, she just wants to take care of blah, blah. I'm like, who's this? Oh, well, I'm Mrs. Munster's trustworthy father. <laughs> and that suddenly changes it to him being like, Sir, are you, uh, you know, John Doe, are you sure you want to go home with these people? <laughs> yeah. And right at that moment, I'm the trustworthy father-in-law. Her, her mm-hmm. trustworthy, the judge goes, wait a minute. And I thought the judge is going to make the connection. They got green skin. He's got green skin. He's a monster. <laughs> They're monsters. Uh-huh. They're clearly mm-hmm. related in some way. And he's going to be like, oh, he's already yours. Take him. Right? No. Mm-hmm. The judge goes, is this one of those candid camera pranks or whatever? <laughs> and I do like that. This one. Bailiff's like, I don't think so. So the judge is like, all right, you really want to adopt this child? Yippo. And I'm like, you really want to live with them? Like, Herman says, can I get my own TV? You know it. Fine. Adoption granted on a temporary basis. There's a point in here where Lily goes, See, my husband, I mean, this child, like, instead of just saying what the situation is. Yeah, just explain it. Yeah. They go through this whole system of defrauding the adoption process. <laughs> yes. Like, they say not to, like, overload him, but surely you can be like, hey, you know, you're married to me. Like, that's probably not a crazy explosion of knowledge, right? But, no, but even, even not that part, like, there's got to be paperwork filed for... A wedding even if it's a hundred years prior like there has to be all these like details of like things that they can show like oh here's pictures of lily and herman mm-hmm. together and like, we've seen the wedding photo yeah. with those two random people standing next to them yeah so like at any time like shouldn't it have stopped before it got to like the adoption uh factory you know court <laughs> system here where they're just gonna run out like every kid like mm-hmm. every five minutes a new kid gets a home approved approved yeah. approved you get a kid and you get a kid and you get a kid and it's like wait a minute like at some point in time like 
where like who's somebody should have stepped in and been like all right this is not an adoption thing. Yeah. this is also not a child this is um, an adult man who can, like can he be adopted i don't know I, mm. he, an adult green man um <laughs> the judge is like i've adopted some adults before but uh hmm. he was very <laughs> mm-hmm. this whole thing is just weird but the then so it's temporary. I think I'm I'm thinking about it now more because we're having the discussion. But during the actual watching of the episode, I bought into this as something because yep. we're watching the monsters. <laughs> it never too. occurred to me that man, there's a lot like they should have just been able to like show his ID and been done with this whole yeah. thing. Yes. <laughs> Real quick. That but, but then again, <laughs> we haven't got to commercial break yet, so they couldn't have done that. I mean, a, they could have told all the information about Herman to the authorities mm-hmm. without Herman around. Like, oh, don't I, overload him. Okay, great. Put him in the room. Let me tell you everything we know. Yeah, Here's and I and pictures. I think uh, also I think I mean you know he's only in charge of directing. There seems like they really went like they really strained to <laughs> to make sure that uh, <laughs> that they came up with an idea of something here that easily could have been rectified you know multiple different ways. Mm-hmm. And you know, okay, as I was watching this episode, I was like, boy, this as it was going on, I'm like, man, this really reminds me of another episode. Where oh. somebody was transformed and they couldn't remember who they were and they couldn't escape, and then at the end, they mm-hmm. transformed back with no memories, which is what happens later on. Spoiler. And then <laughs> Terry's like, "Well, he also directed the episode where Grandpa turns into a wolf, and then oh. they have to rescue him. And when he transforms <laughs> back into Grandpa, he has no memories of his wolf form. Uh, and that's that's the exact episode I thought of when I was watching this. I'm like, boy, this hmm. is just like that episode. Uh, well, he's a specialist at amnesia." But mm-hmm. with Herman yeah. having amnesia. Anyway, the temporary basis. Lily goes, what do you mean temporary? Well, if you change your mind, give me a call and I'll get him in the army. Yes, that mm-hmm. was pretty funny. <laughs> First off, he's been in the army. Uh, yeah. They have his records. They sh- mm-hmm. they could have told you. Oh, well, yeah. That's probably what they're doing. They're just going to keep him at the station until they could get him to the draft and <laughs> yes. recruit him. Put a battering ram on him and have him bust up some thugs. This, this man survived a 300-pound ambulance. Get him out there. Captain America is still frozen ice somewhere. Can't uh, can't uh, tell anybody that he you know fought alongside this man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, That's right. True. Yep. Captain Bucky and Herman. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the inseparable trio uh, beating up Hitler. Fade yeah. two. Herman and Eddie playing catch with a football in the yard. They're calling each other Brother Eddie and Brother Herman. Or Brother John. <laughs> brother John, because of John Doe and Brother Herman. Grandpa, I don't like this one bit. He thinks it's disgusting. I'm like, what are you so upset about? But Marilyn has to give us a little recap. Oh, I think it's great because Herman can live in his own home and try to regain his memories piece by piece. Herman and Eddie are calling each other Brother and Brother, Brother Eddie, Brother John. Herman says, Brother Eddie, can I try kicking it? And he's like, yeah. He knows what's going to happen. Yep. <laughs> Herman kicks that ball and it turns into dust. I thought it was going to yes. go flying over the trees for sure. I thought we were going to the same candid shot of it <laughs> yep. flying over the trees. Yeah. yeah. I thought so too. But no, it explodes. It, it disintegrated <laughs> on contact. It's kind of awesome. Yeah. It was pretty cool. I actually liked it. <laughs> then Lily comes in with a huge box. It is so big and it's a kite, apparently. It's the one that Eddie was promised to him. This kite was promised to Eddie by um, someone else. And mm. Herman's upset because uh, mm-hmm. mommy didn't bring him a kite home. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, Eddie will share. Yeah. I don't want to share. I want my own kite. 
Berman thinks Lily's playing favorites because yeah. he's adopted. That was funny. And then I'm like, oh, okay, now Herman's a child, like in the Galen episode. Mm-hmm. Yep. Grandpa says, yeah, you're not a baby anymore. You're 150 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Herman goes, can you get this old geezer off my back? <laughs> that was so the way he delivered that line. Yeah. I was dying. That was really funny. The only thing that would have made it better if Grandpa went, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Lily shoes him off. Go over and play with Eddie. Yay! And he skips off. <laughs> Brother Eddie, Mom said I can play with the kite too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So then we get Marilyn with a quick recap. Were you hoping that the kite would spark Herman's memory? Oh, okay, yes. <laughs> we did it. Yep. And then Grandpa says, I wonder if that bum could be faking. And we fade to the first commercial break. And I'm like, holy shit, he is faking. Why would they say that if he wasn't? That, that would, yeah, that would be an amazing twist. Mm. So weird, but kind of. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I just liked everybody treated me so kind. You know, and that was it. Like, I would have wanted mm. that. Oh, you big goof. Like, oh, I rem- don't get mad at him. <laughs> I remember you as soon as I saw you all. I brought back everything. <laughs> yeah. Mm. They had really good dinner at the jailhouse, and I didn't want to go right away. Whatever, right? It doesn't matter. <laughs> they were all so nice to me, and I knew if you get mad and oh, stop yeah. baking those cookies that you like so much. <laughs> that does sound like a Herman line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Because Herman wasn't actually going to the kite store. He actually was stepping out on Lily this time. Yes. Is, he was going to yeah. his mistress's apartment, who was getting a safe installed. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. To hide in from Lily's wrath. <laughs> to, yeah. And to where they keep their sex toys. <laughs> they, 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 okay. need a, they need the security of a safe for okay, it. Hey, hey, for the record, I didn't bring this up. Hey, well, listen, Keith, you thought it. Fade. <laughs> oh, we, we get the first commercial break. We come back from the commercial break. The oh, monsters are at dinner. And he's asking if him and Brother John can be excused to go to the dungeon. There's, Herman's very excited about this. Well, the kite doesn't fly high enough, and they want to put in a longer tail. Herman's like, it was my idea. <laughs> and Grandpa goes, congratulations. Like, <laughs> which was a good line, good moment. Uh, Grandpa's so mad about this. Oh, he hates it. He hates all of it. And I'm like, boy, and the whole time I'm like, Herman's faking. He's got to be faking. <laughs> they can go, but they got to finish your milk first. And then, of course, Eddie and Andy and Herman got to play this little game where they race mm-hmm. to see who can finish first. And technically, Herman finished first, and they slammed their yep. cups down. Oh, who won? Who won? And Lily's like, oh, it was a tie. And then Herman, darn, you're always <laughs> taking his side. And we said, darn, I'm like, he is faking. Yes. That is something he would say. Mm-hmm. But they run off. Herman skips. It's cool. <laughs> and then we get a little recap. Boy, we adopted him 10 days ago, and his memory hasn't come back. Grandpa says, in fact, it's gotten worse. He's reverting into his second childhood, which was kind of what they were talked about with the Galen episode, too. Marilyn suggests that they hit him in the head again. (laughs) That works (laughs) in the movies. And Grandpa Mm -hmm. is all for it. He loves that. He's like, I'll go get a sledgehammer and hit him a couple times real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's a little too uh, excited about doing that, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. He's been wanting to hit Herman with a sledgehammer for a long time. Mm-hmm. Lily's, no, it's too dangerous. You don't fool around with a head like Herman's. Grandpa mm-hmm. figures if he hits him a couple times, then whatever happens is bound to be an improvement. Then we get off-screen fighting from Herman Eddie. 
It's not is too. It is not is too. And then we get this insanely unnecessary, like 15 seconds. Well, he goes, Marilyn, you clean off the table. I'll go down and stop them. Grandpa goes, I'll go with you. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of just like... cutting. <laughs> right. Well, we, I, like if, if they just had cut there, I'd be like, well, how did they get down? Who was going to clean the table? I, like yeah. these are all these big plot holes <laughs> and stuff hanging. Like, oh, yeah. big plot hole. Yeah. Oh, they they cut out the part where where Marilyn's pissed because Grandpa was supposed to help with dishes that night. He bolted. <laughs> oh yeah, Grandpa was like, uh, yeah. "I'll go down there too." Yeah, I was <laughs> yeah like, wow, you Grandpa. Hey, Grandpa, it was your turn to dry while I washed the dishes tonight. Now running down there, fine, be that way. So we get that moment, which is, and I called this episode savvy earlier on. It is not because <laughs> then we fade to the dungeon. <laughs> Hermie, Hermie, Herman and Hermie. Eddie. Well, I portmanteaued Herman and Eddie. So Hermie's uh, sure. fighting over the length of the kite tail. It's too long. It's not. It's not. It's too. It's not. And they're yelling, blah, blah, blah. Then Lily and Grandpa come in. And, I, and then I'm first I'm thinking, oh, I get it. This is a continuation of the previous scene. They said they were going to go down there and stop it. And now here they are. <laughs> oh, Good. yeah. I'll connect. Okay. Oh. Okay. And then Lily wow. says, what's going on here? And then Eddie has to recap what we just saw. He thinks the Kaitel's long enough. I don't think it is. And then so we're fighting over that. I'm not R2, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I'll be honest. This is a very realistic scene. Uh, my two boys today were arguing over whose iPad should they actually use to call uh, my mother to wish her a happy birthday. Oh. Mm. And, and one... The younger one's iPad was just in the next room, but he wanted to use his brother's iPad to make the call. And they, I'm like, just get one of them and get out here so we can make this call. And they were arguing over and over about who's who should we use. <laughs> I'm like, is one low on power? No. Is one broken? No. Okay. Like, who cares which one we're using? But I didn't want to use mine. I don't care. Like, it, it, it's so it makes this argument of like. You know, just the stupid thing about adding some extra string to the kite. Oh, I, I get this 100% yeah. realistic. Mm -hmm. I just don't understand why we have to keep being told what's going on. <laughs> we've been we've been demonstrated what's going on, and now we have to get told what's going on. Because we have 22 minutes to fill? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and he does a mini recap of what we just saw 30 seconds before. Lily Grandpa come into the room. He pushed me. He pushed me first. <gasps> The gasp. Yeah. <laughs> a big boy picking on his little brother like that? You should be ashamed. Blah, 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 blah. Lily says if they can't play nice, they'll just march right upstairs and take their naps. Eddie walks off with the kite. Herman is upset. Grandpa tells him to march. No. Herman asks if he can put on his jammies and watch TV first. And they're like, well, I guess that's fine. Well, some punishment. And then sure he's leaving. Herman goes, oh, I just remembered something. I'm like, you did? And this, I thought he was faking because of that. Whatever happened to your husband? And I'm like, oh, he's goading her into saying something. Then we get some sad music. And I'm like, well, he's no longer with us. Oh, I sure would like a papa. Even Captain Midnight has a papa. All right. Captain mm -hmm. Midnight. Never heard of him, but okay. Well, don't be too sad, John. He might come back one day. And then Herman's like, if he doesn't, you should have a hard time. You are hot as fuck, man. Oh, yeah, I was like, oh, whoa. Good night, mommy. Yeah. And then he goes, good night, mommy. I'm like, he is faking. Oh. He's <laughs> gotta be faking. 
Yeah, and then Herman skips off. But now Grandpa has a terrific idea, a way to solve this whole thing. Before I progressed. Well, Lily goes, will it involve personal risk? And Grandpa, it's not him, but to me. I wrote the two options that I thought was going to happen. Either Grandpa transforms into an attractive woman to try and seduce <laughs> oh, Herman. Oh, my God. Or he transforms into an attractive man and pretends to be interested in Lily. Mm, Those were guesses. the two things I figured were going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fade two. Lily is explaining to Marilyn everything. <laughs> and then Lily's in a nice dress down, nightgown thing. I don't know what it is. And then yeah. I'm like, Lily's going to seduce Herman. Lily's just going to get it on. Right, oh, shock, him into, shock yeah. him into memory. Oh, That's what I thought. yeah, I'm yeah. Like, I don't know what's going on. Marilyn goes, "You're going to give him Herman the shock treatment." I'm like, "Oh, the shock herb, oh, maybe." <laughs> Lily's going. Then Lily says, "I'm going to oh. receive a handsome gentleman caller in front of Herman." I'm like, "He's getting cooked." <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> they're going to cuck Herman! Oh. <laughs> Holy cow! I'm the ultimate cuck when you have amnesia college. you don't even realize you're getting cut <laughs> yeah. yes. so I'm like <laughs> I'm like wow this is a bold episode well it's going to put him in a jealous rage and snap him into remembering well who is this gentleman caller well grandpa grandpa oh god he's whipping up a pill to look like oh. rock Hudson rock like Hudson. oh boy check all the boxes got to whip up a pill he's mm-hmm. going to transform into somebody so i was kind of right right he's not transforming yeah. into a into an attractive woman he's going to transform into an attractive man mm-hmm. it's another yeah. instance of weird familial romance yes yeah from there we flip to eddie and herman watching tv in their pajamas lily walks in and sends eddie off to bed herman all smiles I don't have to take a nap on account. He's only 10 and I'm 150 years old. (laughs) (laughs) He's so smug about that. Yes. (laughs) But then Lily says, there's someone coming over. I want you to meet. And there's a knock at the door. You wait right here. Lily answers the door and there's grandpa. (laughs) And I laughed hard. This is weird. (laughs) He looks amazing. Smooth face. (laughs) Pointy mm-hmm. sideburns, slick backed hair, mm-hmm. small eyebrows, a sword <laughs> fighter's outfit. Like he's kind mm-hmm. of a Zorro, kind of a bullfighter, and he's got a whip. Oh, yeah. Okay. And yeah, a that's silk what it is. Cumberbund yeah. belt. Yes. I was thinking, I was thinking it was like um like a samurai outfit at first. Kind of maybe a pirate? I don't know. Yeah. It, yeah. It's definitely not Rock Hudson, that's for sure. No. You said Rock Hudson, but you look like Rudolph Valentino. At least I'm still in the 20th century. I'm going to tell you what, when he came in, and then this is just like the other episode where he doesn't get transformed. He just has a different outfit on. He took a pill to put on <laughs> a different outfit and slick back his hair. Well, yeah. it, is it just me or there's something weird with the makeup? Like it, right underneath his chin, like it like stops and it's like a blatant, yes. obvious, like yeah. something weird going on with his face. It's almost like they applied like a bunch of like, um, white powder or something like that mm-hmm. over the normal green stuff so he didn't look green anymore he looked soft yeah he looked like <laughs> bill maher <laughs> you know when bill maher comes out uh every time i see pictures of that guy he looks like he's been powdered to high hell 
Mm-hmm. Like he's just got so much powder on his face. That's what Grandpa looked like. He looked soft and smooth, and he spent too much time in the makeup chair. Yes, yeah. But he, he has a whip. Insane. So and he had a whip that that was awesome. Grandpa, as this person, and Lily walk into the front room with Herman, and that's when we get the following clip. Oh, okay. Good afternoon, Sonny. <laughs> oh, good afternoon. <laughs> this is my son, John. John, this is Rudolph Smith. How do you do, Mr. Smith? Mr. Smith and I are very dear friends. As a matter of fact, we're madly in love with each other. Oh. You want me to get some cheese dip and pretzels? (laughs) When Lily and I are together, we don't think of food. We think of moonlight and desert breezes. And soft, soft violin. <laughs> right. Right. If you don't want some cheese dip and pretzels, how about some pink lemonade? This solidified oh, the man. fact that he's fake. He knows who Grandpa is. He knows he's not going to bone his wife. So he doesn't <laughs> care. So he's just playing along. He's well. got to be faking. He's faking. That's true. But I mean, we've no grandpa and Herman had a weird relationship. He could be thinking, oh, no, now he's switching sides. I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's hard to tell with grandpa. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it is. Mm-hmm. Then after that, grandpa's like, hold this. He gives him his whip. <laughs> and grandpa then woos Lily while Herman cracks the whip. I'm loving these lovers like, whoosh, 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 just cracking that whip. Crack and, that and, whip. And grandpa's <laughs> very, he's getting more and more upset. That it is, uh, it's distracting him trying to fake hit on his daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Grandpa, knock it off. Can't you see that I'm about mm-hmm. to propose? I'm like, you are? Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa, and he does a good job acting this, I feel like, where he's like, feels different, like a younger version. And he also like, feels like he's, yeah, like, kind of like really forcing this romance thing. Like it, it mm-hmm. feels fake. Whereas, like, when he was the woman with Herman, it felt like he was a little too into it. Yes. Got in too deep with that one. I Got think. in way too deep. And I was just sitting here thinking, I'm like, how does Herman not recognize Grandpa? Right? Because he looks the same, <laughs> but it's the eyebrows. It's like Clark Kent mm-hmm. and his hey, glasses. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I will say, I thought I was confused for a second. Cause I was like, did they get another actor and Grandpa was just voicing over? Like, they, they he looks similar, but he looks very different as well. Like, it's like, did they find a lookalike and then just had grandpa voiceover? But then I kind of just was like, no, it's grandpa. That's yep. going to be grandpa. And also in watching that clip again, yes, they applied that makeup and left his whole underside of his chin wide open. Yes. <laughs> like it's, it's a, like it, it pops even more uh, in, in the rewatch of that clip. Like mm-hmm. what? Ter- like that's just, ter- <laughs> that's yeah. why I think, I think that's why I thought maybe it was like some kind of like, um like a samurai type thing. What was the, like the, Samurai, where they would like put on like more of like the the makeup and everything, the the white makeup, like kabuki theater. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's what it kind of reminded me of because his face is is obviously like, you know, makeup painted to be extremely white. Mm -hmm. Yet you can tell it's not the same makeup job on his neck. Like there's no makeup at all on his neck at that point. Um, so it just looks very, very, very weird. I think the reason they didn't get another actor, so Grandpa didn't transform into another person, is they blew their whole budget for guest stars. <laughs> they had a newscaster, 
two police officers, mm-hmm. a judge, a whole gallery of children. Oh, yeah, um, that's true. Yeah. Oh, that's the one put over. A lot of these guest stars all had like a pretty significant like chunk in the episode mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And I think Grandpa really wanted to dress up. So mm-hmm. Joseph Herman's outfits. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I, let's just say, not sure he nailed it. He looked a little weird to me. Looked a little weird. Anyway, Grandpa's like, can't you tell him about to propose? And he's like, oh, on, honest engine. Mm. <laughs> yeah. He wants, um, he wants me to stop carrying the torch for my old husband, Herman Munster. Who? Herman Munster. Herman looks like a big grinning dummy. He's like, eh, just <laughs> smiling at him. <laughs> And then Herm's like, can I, take the, can I take this whip to my room to play with it? <laughs> he doesn't care. Because he he's slightest. faking. He knows it's grandpa. So he doesn't mm-hmm. care. But whatever. He's faking. He's still an adult. He knows who he is. An adult Herman would love to crack a whip. Yes. Yeah, he would. Yes. He'd probably like cl- crack it so loud that it like just exploded <laughs> like the windows. Shatters the, the windows. Yep. Yep. The sonic boom, mm-hmm. and not the the sound phenomenon, but the <laughs> Street Fighter Two move from Guile. <laughs> yes, just exactly. People, sonic mm-hmm. boom. This whole room explodes. The top layer of the house just falls <laughs> yeah. apart. Lily and Grandpa, they are like, I don't know. We give up, but luckily, in runs Marilyn. Oh my God! I went to tuck Eddie in, but he went out the window and he's on the roof trying to fly the kite. And they freak out. Lily's like, no, not Eddie, not the roof. So she goes running. Grandpa goes running. Marilyn goes running. Herman goes skipping with his whip around the front. (laughs) He does not care about this at all. He's skipping and cracking. I was like, my baby, my baby. At this point, when Lily screams, my baby, my baby, there's four minutes left in the episode. And Herman <laughs> still crap. doesn't know who he is. And then we still get 15 seconds of Herman cracking the whip whoosh, 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 <laughs> and skipping gleefully out of the room. Yep. From there, we cut to a long shot of Eddie's stunt double standing on the roof. <laughs> it's clearly not Eddie because it's short and stocky with a big kite. Mm-hmm. But then they close up on Eddie, who's standing on like a roof structure. But <laughs> there he is. He's not on the roof. And he's there. And there's Lily and Marilyn come out. And Lily's yelling, come down. Eddie, go back inside. Go back inside. Herman skips out behind him. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. He looks up at Eddie and his grin turns to a look of concern. Eddie, stand back. Your father orders you to stand back. And when he said your father, the canned audience gasped in the light. Did you hear him? Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, he remembers who he is. Of course he is. It's a fucking sitcom, you dipshits. <laughs> well, I mean, they could they could milk this and you know. Did you think he's a... gonna be John Doe for the rest of season two? Oh, no. that'd be awesome. It would be awesome, but it's not true. They're like, <gasps> uh, it's like the Reefer Madness guy. That's everybody looked the same. They're like, oh <laughs> then for some reason unbeknownst to anyone and he jumps off the roof he just straight <laughs> yeah, well, up jumps off the roof you know he had a good life but it was time to go yeah they expect the kite to like hold him up or something maybe i don't know i don't know, I don't know what he's thinking herman runs over and catches him he thought he was the boy who could fly herman runs over and catches him and then scolds him that was very stupid you little piece of shit <laughs> <scaring>. <laughs> like, herman is really upset 
He is stern. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. When when Derek goes back, uh, you know, to crisscross applesauce uh, meditation method, he gets the the raw footage. Of, yeah, I do. They the like raw it. takes uh, of these. We don't do two takes, Fred, but you have to do that one again. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you, unrated not, cut of not swear monsters. all the time. <laughs> it's like that uh, Thundercats of uh, the guy that does uh, <laughs> Panthro. What the fuck's a samaflange? <laughs> <laughs> so he scolds him. Go to your room and we'll talk about your punishment tomorrow. It was very stupid of you. So, yes, sir. And then Herman's on a roll, his scolding roll. Well, actually, after he gives Eddie a, a quick spank, <laughs> it's like oh, yeah. him on his ass and Eddie I runs up. Then. Yep. Eddie runs by, gives Lily a, a hug. Oh, Eddie. Then Herman goes on the scolding spree. Marilyn. You shouldn't be outside with a, without a sweater on. You'll catch a cold. Yes, Uncle Herman. Grandpa, I wish you'd get out of that cockamamie costume and makeup before you embarrass us in front of all of our neighbors. <laughs> Roasted. Dang. Herman has never been this mean ever, but it's kind of funny. <laughs> it's like it's like the moment in, in the uh, Comedy Central roast where the roast E gets up there and then roasts everybody before saying yeah. thank you to everybody. Lily. I'm like, oh no! Might I say you look particularly lovely? And then they Aww. kiss each other very gently on the cheeks. How nice! Mm-hmm. Herman finds the whip. What's this whip doing here? <laughs> was Eddie playing with some big boy? And I'm like, oh no! He he has amnesia of his amnesia. Yeah, he doesn't remember what he did like the last week. Is That's that how? Right. Is that how amnesia works? I don't know. Right. I imagine you'd make memories and you just regain your old memories. I, d- I doubt it's like the movies where you just snap from one to the other. That would be like dissociative uh, mm-hmm. uh, personality disorder. That would fit, though. If Herman had like a personality where it was just a young child. Oh, yeah. And then oh, one where man. he was he doesn't determined. From one to the other. And then mm-hmm. he had one that was really stern and angry with everyone. Herman, mm. what are you doing? Herman's not here. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> red rum, red rum. <laughs> And then Lily says, yes, one of the nicest, sweetest boys I know. Wow. He tosses the whip down and they give each other a little kiss again. Mm, very sweet little dainty kiss on the lips. Which is far more or far less amorous than Lily and Grandpa were earlier. <laughs> yeah. Lily was rubbing Grandpa's chest and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we fade to the final commercial break. I'm like, well, I mean, they yeah, could have ended like- it right there. They might yes, one of the ending. nicest, sweetest boys yeah. I know. And credits, but nope. They, yeah, well, but that's because they've got something great to show us, you know. They, so, do. they can always top themselves at the end every time. They're like, we're going to one-up it. Now, Now remember, we're coming back from commercial, so anything can trigger the credits. Usually the most funny thing possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We come yeah. back to, they're having breakfast. I'm like, oh, my hilarity bones are rumbling yep. already. <laughs> they're rumbling. That's when you know something, something yeah. really funny is going to land. When your <laughs> yep. bones start to shake and you're like, Ooh. <laughs> oh, I'm getting ready to laugh. <laughs> Eddie's grounded for a, from TV for a week. Oh, a week. Yes, sir. But there's a small price to pay to get his father back. Marilyn wants to know how Herman got his memory back. Family, love, and devotion are thicker than amnesia. All right. You didn't pop out of amnesia when you <laughs> thought there was a man when you saw a man that was ready to bone your wife. That's yeah, why he not... was faking. He could, you know what? He could you he might have legitimately been faking this whole time. I and think like he, he was. 
Yeah, you, you might be a hundred percent. Wow. Hmm. I'm just thinking that Grandpa and Lily didn't go far enough. That's what it was. It's really. <laughs> oh, you wanted to see them actually. He yeah. wanted to see incest. Why are we <laughs> yeah. not having incest in this episode? Yeah, that, that's a that's a knockdown. A couple stars. No incest. <laughs> yep. Herman, you phrased that beautifully. It's like you thank you. I did, didn't I? Well, where's Grandpa? No, <laughs> oh, he's in the dungeon. He's been working on a pill to bring himself back to normal, but he's still having trouble. And then in walks, pardon me, Grandpa. Good morning, and he's dressed like King Louis the Sixteenth. <laughs> I thought it was George Washington. <laughs> so did I. Yeah, I thought it was King George at first until uh, Grandpa's like, oh, "I'll just yeah. have some breakfast and go try to fix, fix the pill." And Herman goes, "Oh, hey, Grandpa." What's with Mary Antoinette? So I had to Google <laughs> Mary Antoinette was the wife of King Louis the Sixteenth, oh, and boy. there are some paintings where he wore like a red like coat, mm-hmm. but he looks like uh, King George from Hamilton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let, let me go. Let me go make another pill so I can change my clothes. Yes, <laughs> and wipe the makeup off. Like it's literally just. Well, maybe it's the. Eye, I'm telling you, it's the eyebrows. The pills to oh, grow yeah. the eyebrows back. Well, yeah, nothing can tame those eyebrows he has to resort to magical pills magical pills but herman's like what's up with mary and twit and grandpa goes oh very funny and his face he contorts it in such a way for he fake laughs i thought he was really laughing at first i'm like <laughs> oh he sees the humor in it that yeah he looks like, it's like <laughs> and then herman's laughing credits Wow, what an ending. (laughs) Oh my god. What an ending. There it was. Season 2, Episode 9. John Doe Munster. The last of the No Strain Bellamy episodes. What'd y'all think? And now, until you you connected it back to um, the other episode where Grandpa got amnesia and some similarities there, um, I actually really kind of enjoyed this episode because it wasn't like the same like three storylines we've seen so far this year mm-hmm. um it had this time grandpa in weird costumes uh, there was nobody accusing anybody of being a uh you know homewrecker or philanderer Thank or anything goodness. yeah and it just i i don't think he was faking i'm i mean i think i don't i think he legit had amnesia but fred Gwynn is so good in this episode Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh in when in, in his kid form uh of this. Uh I think it's absolutely uh he's absolutely great in it. And it, it's a funny line at the end and everything like that. This has been probably my favorite of the season so far. It's a very low bar, but easily my favorite <laughs> of the season. No question. This is uh, not mm-hmm. even just at the season, but I think this is a top tier monster episode. I really like this one. Mm-hmm. Um it's funny, it's concise, it feels very focused. We're not really jumping around a lot. There is a little bit too much recapping, but that's kind of just a classic monsters problem at this point. I, I think it's a really good episode. It's pretty funny. Like the the whole judge segment I thought was pretty good. That um like guest star was did a really good job, I thought. Uh yeah, Herman's <laughs> making great faces, some pretty funny moments. I yeah, I, I really like this is a great send-off for old Bellamy. He went off with a bang. And the, yeah. yeah, unless we count the, I mean, the movie that's coming. They, that they cram watch. so much into this episode as well. I you know, mm-hmm. like you said, I, I almost forgot about the judge thing. Plus there's the police office. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole opening of him actually getting the thing dropped on his head. 
and going through all those different things. I mean, you, it it's a very full episode. Like they got as much yeah. as possible into and it. Lots of locations as well. Yeah. And and so I mean it, it, it really kind of stands out to you. Plus you get fun stuff like grandpa in a different outfit instead of just Herman doing a different outfit. I kept thinking of again about the thing, uh like did they maybe back off grandpa doing magic because of some like weird satanic panic type thing? But I now I start to think like, is that maybe what they went to to say, oh well he's supposed to be like the mad scientist, so he can't be doing magic tricks and sorcery he has to actually be in the lab making something uh he's just a really bad mad scientist you know i don't know he hasn't done really any magic this episode yet or this season yet right everything's been Mm -hmm. pill related yeah Um, i think i i I think everything past googie has turned into pill no incantations no yeah miggity floppity flu nothing none of that stuff Mm -hmm. um all pills all yeah. pills. Mm-hmm. And and it seems like like they they're leaning in the fact that oh yeah, he has to be down in the he's got that whole lab thing down there. He should be making stuff and not just, you know, saying, you know, some jibber jabber having something happen landing in yes. in Kansas. It is a peculiar turn for these first nine of this season. I'll be honest, I enjoyed this episode. <laughs> like Yay! don't, don't Yay! Uh, let my cynical retelling in the pointing out the foibles because that's just fun to do it was an okay episode it it, it was like bellamy knew it was his last episode and it's mm-hmm. like you know when you somebody puts out an album they really like like i love this album and then mm-hmm. they put out their second album and it's nothing like the first album and you're like oh i was really hoping for just like a a re rehashing of all mm-hmm. the stuff i like that's all he does he just rehashes his greatest hits literally when terry went down the list of all of his episodes all of the good ones are kind of represented in this episode yeah. some way or another. Mm-hmm. Totally right. Yeah. The the transforming because uh, <laughs> Grandpa turns into two different uh, people via pill, and it doesn't transform him into something else. He's just him and makeup, much like Herman mm-hmm. and the other one. But uh, unlike that one, Grandpa didn't actually turn into somebody else like an attractive woman. So maybe that's only for if he turns into a woman, he does that. So we had that. Maybe, maybe. We had the amnesia, and then like the amnesia of amnesia after re- losing your amnesia, just like Grandpa Wayne turned into a wolf. I mean, just, there's just so many parallels between uh, all there. Uh, you know what? And Herman was telling jokes. It's like, did you hear the one about the so and so to the cops? Uh, yes, he was. So just like the Tin Can Man ham hamming it up. Yeah. Marilyn was actually involved in this episode a little bit more than just standing there going. What do you mean? You know? um, <laughs> Let me recap for you. Yeah. Uh, she, so, had, she had ideas of her own. Yeah. Sledgehammers to the head. Yeah. Like that was, that was her idea. Like, let's crack, crack more in the skull one more time. So, I mean, it was an okay episode. I liked it. it it's one, it's definitely one of the, probably the best one of the season so far, season nine so far. Yes. And I don't know. Terry calls it a top tier. It has top tier moments. I think the first time when grandpa comes in, as at the door, I guffawed actually. I'm like, what are we doing? Because I couldn't stop laughing because it was so ridiculous. Because <laughs> grandpa just looked wild. Yes. Um, and, and I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. And it's still funny buns were shaking. Yes. Oh god, yeah. Uh, like uh, I mean, it was but it was it's it's more over the top than you could have imagined. Yeah, but still not over the top enough. It could have mm-hmm. done way more. Uh, but it still made me laugh quite a bit. Those sideburns were so pointy. Um, and his face was so soft looking. <laughs> oh, your face is so soft. Uh, so yeah, 
I like this episode. I'm glad I like this episode because this season's been a uh, perpetual shit tunnel of <laughs> terrible. That's a that's a ride at the bad carnival. Oh, I got two uh. tickets left. You can ride the shit tunnel of terrible. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, went, I don't want to take these tickets home. I paid for them. I better use them. At least the line's not long. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's surprisingly longer than why is there a five minute wait for yeah. this shit tunnel of terrible <laughs> some more people need to expect yeah mm. well we know what we thought what did the people on imdb think yes two reviews Ooh. and neither is from cc the movie man hyphen one oh. or duke underscore the underscore gent 69 i can't remember something like that. <laughs> <laughs> neither uh, from them Neither of them reviewed this one. Nope. But from January 16th of 2017, Scarecrow-88 says <laughs> the Munsters, John Doe Munster. Warning, okay. spoilers. I'm going to open this up. Holy oh. shit, it's long. <laughs> <laughs> so Herman is out and about when he happens to be clunked on the head by a 300-pound safe. Exclamation point. Uh Thanks. Recap. Eddie okay. and Herman arguing over the kite while Lily has to separate them and Herman calling her mommy while her reacting and angst are highlights. Favorite yep. scene, the judge in the court. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Good. Good. Reacting to Herman's presence and perplexed that Lily and grandpa would want to adopt him. <laughs> Asking them multiple times if they're sure. The police station visit with the two police officers quickly getting a look at Lily and grandpa. Great oddities in public. Shtick that shows... Uh, my three sons get some love by grandpa who wants to badly watch his favorite show, which Lily puts the kibosh on in favor of going to find Herman. Uh, fans on the show will enjoy Gwyn's silly antics. I'm certain seven yep. out of 10, seven out of 10. Yeah. Now somebody saw that and was like, Oh, hold up. In June 6th of 2021 <laughs> Zebra. Oh, said this. What kind of bothers me, dot, 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 is the name of the, the title. Uh-oh. Why didn't they check his wallet for his driver's license? <laughs> Guess it would have made a shorter episode. Still a laugh fest. Nine out of ten. Yes! Nine that, out of that, ten. That's a little, that's a little much. Yes. I think somewhere in, in the middle is a happy medium. Yeah. Nobody found that helpful, but one out of one found the Man. giant block of text. Man, helpful. I'm going to that. I love that review. Mm-hmm. I'll go say that's helpful. Yes. <laughs> that's hilarious that he starts off with. I thought that was going in a totally different direction. Yep. <laughs> Me too. Nine out of ten. I'm like, all right. Well, at least we got two reviews for this one. All right. We did it. We made it. We could wow. like this episode. It was a good one. It's yes. the 47th episode of the Munsters Adventure, ninth of this season. It's easy to come off of a high and be like, I'll watch another episode. But oh, anything yeah. specific this week in the silver lining of this this like big fluffy white cloud floating gently by the sun that makes you want to come back for more next week? They're going to put somebody else in weird outfits. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gotta be. Yeah. And uh, it's got to be either Lily or Eddie's turn. Uh, to be putting some weird outfits. I don't think they're ever going to do it with Marilyn. So, no, probably not. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, probably not. She's. I don't think she'll ever get a, another. Ep- well, maybe there's a lot of season two left. I think she'll get at least one episode of her highlighting her. Uh, mm-hmm. but 
I don't know. I guess I'm just excited. Maybe like other directors will take like inspiration from this and be like, wow, he didn't just follow the tropes that we've yeah. been doing over and over this season. He looked back at previous seasons and kind of combined a few things together to make something <laughs> kind of fresh. Yeah. You know, he's not trying to recycle and maybe maybe they'll get inspired. Maybe he know no oh. strain went off on a good note and that inspired his colleagues to, to up their game a bit and try to be a little more creative. Maybe that's why he didn't get to do another episode. They're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> We're trying to get canceled, you <laughs> yeah. asshole. Oh, this is a good episode. We told you there's four storylines. You can pick a piece from <laughs> Runaway. Uh, Eddie signs Herman up for something stupid. Uh, Herman steps out on Lily or something else. And nothing Grandpa else. Makes after a pill. That. Yeah. yeah and, and Grandpa does something with a pill. You can combine those if or you want, but that's, but that's <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. Well, you guys said we'll go for the I'm gonna go for the fifth one. Then. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. That seems fine. All right. Kills and incest right up my alley. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, okay. <laughs> I I I think that um an episode like this, you know, it just comes along and just makes me happy that it wasn't one of the other episodes. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I guess. I'm going to come back next week to be disappointed that we'll be back into the groove of what this season's been so far. That's what I'm guessing. That's what I'm looking forward to. That's what you're looking forward to is yeah, being you know, sad again. <laughs> yeah. I, I Misery loves company. And mm-hmm. uh, next just, week, an anvil drops on Herman's head. Uh, he gets amnesia again. Yeah. Her- Herman gets caught having sex with an anvil. Is what the next episode is. <laughs> yeah, Herman's dating an anvil on the side, and it's his sister as well, mm-hmm. with a big flat head. Oh, you know what? Maybe, oh, maybe the sculpture comes back next episode. Oh, like oh, we finished it. Here it is, and it's like the sculpture from the Hello video from Lionel Richie. <laughs> that the, blind, the, the blind girl did after feeling his face. I can't believe that's I that sculpture. I need to know why they made that. <laughs> they just wanted to ha- just show fun? Lily smashing his head because that was yeah. that's what's coming up. This episode started with such like, oh my god, they're like foreshadowing. And then yeah. they just threw it all out the window after that. But mm-hmm. <laughs> were- I, I did think this episode was gonna take a direction where Herman was like gonna think he was like a quote unquote normal person and think mm-hmm. like all the Hamunster stuff was really weird. And I yeah. thought that might have been like a kind of a fun yeah. like inverse on the the monsters formula, but oh, I like that. Damn, damn it! Now you just ruined the episode because <laughs> yeah. I would have preferred to see that. I hate like watch out. <laughs> he walks out and sees Grandpa on the link. Goes like, "Whoa, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> who are these freaks? <laughs> Look at their green skin. If they were fish, they wouldn't get served." Yeah. <laughs> oh, he says the same thing the cop <laughs> said a minutes ago. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, there it is. We did it. We survived. We made it through. We enjoyed it. We have things to look forward to. Do either of you have anything to share with the people to get them through till next week? I don't. Uh, Oh, is this because we have to end the show the way that we always do? We have to end the show the way we do every time. Mm -hmm. It all happened back around 1882 at a place called Yerkes Hole. It was a job too big for the sheriff to handle. Well, I'll be. They got the whole mommy looking for me. <laughs> me, Dingus McGee. Frank Sinatra <laughs> in his wildest role as Dirty Dingus McGee. <laughs> <laughs>
The Monster Hunters are Derek Glasscock, Keith Gola, and Terry Vicroy. Keith is the host of the Pop-Up Filmcast, and that was great, wasn't it? Both shows can be found wherever you subscribe to podcasts. For more about Keith's shows, you can follow Pop-Up Filmcast on Twitter at Pop-Up Filmcast. And that was great, wasn't it, at How Great Was That? You can also follow Keith on Twitter at KG3030. Terry is one of the hosts of Run the Real. It's a movie podcast that does deep dives on films with a theme. You can follow Run the Real on Twitter at Run the Real. You can also follow Terry on Twitter at Terry underscore Vicroy. If you would like more musings from me, you can follow on Twitter at Derek the number nine and the word nine. Follow Monster Hunters on Twitter at Monster Hunters and subscribe on your podcatcher of choice for more Monster Hunter fun. Monster Hunters is mixed and edited by me, Derek. All original music is composed and mixed by Terry Vicroy, and executive producers are me and Keith Gollum. The Monster Hunters is a Crispy Dodo production.